Yo, peeps and cheeps. Zane and Jesse here, another Z and J midnight special. <laughs> That's not our name anymore. Is it not? <laughs> no, we're the mama we made it now. Same, same. But different. Anyway, this was a great podcast today. We talked about uh, quite, a, quite a wide variety of things. We were touching base on a more philosophical note. Um, and I felt like we kind of got to know each other a little bit more, uh, you know, and how the way we think. You know, me and Zane have known each other for so long. Um, so it's always cool to be able to dive deep and discover things that you never even realized. Um, but we hope you guys enjoy. I think this is practical to anyone's life. Yo, my man. Yo. <laughs> I, uh, I heard the dopest podcast earlier today with Kyle Kingsbury and Paul Check. It was, uh way more about relationships and what helps retain relationships and what helps you go through things. And, you know, the big thing was pretty obvious is the power of like, it was I, you know, it was, it was what I did, you know, diving deep into yourself because once you're in a relationship, I feel like we lose sight Hmm. of being an individual. Definitely. I felt like that this past week because as you know, the homie Chris stayed for a week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know how people are always saying, or not maybe people are always saying, but it's kind of common knowledge that when you um, when you have nothing to do, is it just like painful to just hang out by yourself and just relax? Or do you always need to put on the TV or, you know, play a game or text somebody or watch a movie, be doing something? Like, oh, I have nothing External to do. External stimulation. Up, I got to fill up this this time right now you know it's like and so I try and limit that a lot in my life you know like I do things with more of a purpose opposed to you know with that opposed to just you know I have nothing else to do I gotta do something you know what I mean right so try and pay attention to it but it's especially hard after you had just got done hanging out with somebody and they're they're kind of always there um for any like short or long-term length of time and Chris was here for like a week and then I was like, fuck, dude, you haven't even left yet. And I already feel that feeling, <laughs> you know? It's like, what am I going to do after this? Like, what do I do now, you know? It's like, without uh, that other person, it's like, you're going to have different wants and needs, mm-hmm. you know, opposed to if you're by yourself. So I think a really dope thing would be to figure out what you would do with a lot of your time if you just had, like, a, a day to do nothing, you know? What just with yourself? Do? Yeah. Yeah, what, what, what would I go do? What do I like doing? What sounds fun? Like, what's what are my options, you know? Um, so being able to hold on to that while just existing with that other partner would be dope as fuck, right? Right. And they're doing their own things as well. And then you both like some things and you do it together and you kind of just live with each other in a way. I think Which that's the goal. weird, but... Well, it's being in harmony. It's not... It's just making being... love seem like a different thing than most people define it as. Well, I think love is so dynamic. I don't think it could be defined as one thing, you know? Love with yourself is dynamic too. It's like... You sometimes you love yourself, sometimes you hate yourself, mm. you know. But like, you you don't always love yourself the same way. Like if I if if you're like for example, playing music, you love that side. You love just being able to be creative. But on the other side of the spectrum, it's like, oh, I can love myself by doing absolutely nothing, as you were saying. Mm. You know, being comfortable with that, like being comfortable with absolutely nothing versus doing something with creativity and passion. Mm. It's like, is there love in nothingness like meditation 
Like, mm-hmm. is there any emotion that's associated with that? Right. It's. I think in those moments where it's just nothing, it's just you and what you think about yourself. That really. is such a hard thing that like, I feel, feel like, like most people do not like do. You, it's what you identify as. Mm-hmm. You know. How many people? Like, what is your just general assumption that most people do or do not do that? Can you give it a percentage? Like, how oh, many people? I don't, I don't know. The percentage. I would say most of society. Does not sure. or does? Does what? Sorry. Does sit in silence or sit and without external stimulus and say, what do I want to do? Oh, <laughs> it's, it hurts to think about the percentage, dude, but I would say like 85%, maybe higher. Does not? Yeah, they need the external stimulus. Yeah, like, dude, it, it, I, I totally agree. I think it's more than 85. I think you're being generous. We live in a weird time of that. But I don't know if, what it was like before that. Like, were people just doing stupid shit to pass the time? Were they actually diving deep and saying, oh, I'm happy or um, I don't like doing this. I like doing something else. Right. It definitely used to be something in the past because now we have so many options that, with all this technology. Right? Oh, I don't have anything to do. I got to turn something. It's so easy to just pick up your phone. Mm-hmm. Or anything. Or there's a TV in every fucking living room. Mm -hmm. There's a TV in so many different rooms. It's like, there's always something there now. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the past, like, it's like, like working at a farm or something. Like, think of all the different scenarios where there isn't that technology. And you kind of just do stuff and, or just chill, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they did absolutely nothing. Like that classic person sitting on the porch and like Mm -hmm. a little like armchair yeah rocking back and forth just waiting the day out i feel like that leads to a lot more um alcoholism <laughs> <laughs> that that could definitely be a side i think yeah, i think that's definitely one side i think you need to create general, some noise people are living out in these like super rural, rural um like communities like just way out there not even mm-hmm. communities like you're kind of out there there's someone maybe a few miles down yeah. the road <laughs> yeah like you're on i think they still live there four acres yeah you know yeah they might have died <laughs> yeah it's like uh, well, i can see why you turn to drugs because you got nothing else around that's why i always assume that like the midwest would have like higher drugs like because they don't have like coasts they don't have like mountain lines i'm saying th- i'm thinking like very plains area yeah like i always would just think that the people that were there were just like you want to do crack? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like, do I don't some crack, play the banjo. Just hang out, man. Drink <laughs> and then pubers. just do more crack. <laughs> dude, just chill, dude. Drink a pubers. <laughs> you going to have that puber, bro? <laughs> Maybe spittoons, too. I can't believe they're making coffee-flavored PBR. <laughs> is that, was that real? I thought that you were joking real, about dude. that. That is no joke. Is it, is it a coffee stout, or is it like an actual... It's more of a coffee drink. It's not really carbonated from what I saw. So, does it have alcohol in it? Yes, dude. It has caffeine and alcohol. Is it like an Irish? It's like the first time someone's done that since Four Loco. <laughs> this just sounds weird. Like, with a Four Loco, it was like a juice. Like yeah, a juice. it's coffee. <laughs> it's like putting Bailey's in your coffee, but now you get right. it in a can. Yeah, you get it in a can. And it's but technically I don't know beer if I instead of a liqueur. I'm not sure how that would taste. It sounds weird as fuck. I can't even imagine. <laughs> you say it is a beer, not a liqueur? Yeah, it's a beer. Well, I mean, there's coffee porters. The alcohol that's in it is made from beer. There's coffee porters. Like, that's like, I've tasted literally, like, iced coffee. It's fucking delicious. Yeah, they're You're fucking right. great. So I'm sure it's just going to taste like that. But this one, the color of it looks like a, a Starbucks, you know, Frappuccino. Not the actual Frappuccino that you buy, but the bottled ones. Like with cream? That's what they call it for some reason. It's also a Frappuccino. I'm pretty sure. Um, the fraps. But yeah, it's just like a really creamy looking thing. It looked almost that creamy. Hmm. 
Yeah. So when you is think about this beard, uh, I think there is. I'm not hundred percent sure, but that's weird. I don't think they would put. I don't know. That is so weird. How weird? How man? many ingredients are in that beer? That's what I want to know. You know, it's like, dude, my fucking one of my sisters looked up on Google the other day. How many ingredients are in McDonald's French fries? It was like thirty-eight ingredients. That is crazy. That makes me like it. You know, I when when paleo was going in full effect, I always was like, oh, okay, another trend diet. But they definitely like rang on something that I feel we've been missing out on like like they're definitely going in the right direction it's like how many ingredients are in the thing that you're holding right now 28 let's put that down <laughs> let's go with the thing like you know that that's just that that's just a piece of you know it's a it's a vegetable it's literally just that there's no fucking corn oil 100%, and dude. sometimes it's not bad ingredients that they put in there but it's like it's just like the mix of all these things together it's like your body's not ready to process that you know it's not as easily processed. Yeah. Do you think that, you know how like we're going through evolution and like people are adapting to their surroundings and their, and like, you know, whether it be cigarettes, you know, and that's killing people off, but also like GMOs and stuff. Are people actually getting GMOs, GMOs, oh, genetically okay. modified? Um, are people actually changing like their physiology mm-hmm. as time goes on? Yeah, dude. Are they getting taller? Are they getting stronger? No, we're like, getting softer. Literally. <laughs> if you squeeze that person what? today from a, <laughs> compared to like a Neanderthal, they're going to be hard as a rock, bro. And now we're just little fluff balls. I know. We're little squishy meat bags. <laughs> yeah. That is super true. <laughs> but like how long has that been happening? I feel like that's been happening ever since like right after Neanderthal. Yeah. It's been constant. We've just been mushy. It's so weird that now we succeed. Now it's like weird because like this whole obesity epidemic and it's like we're crossing a line where like we need to do something or we're all gonna keep dying you know yeah so it's like becoming more um more present in people's minds the the thought of turning into a squish bag yeah the the thought of well the whole reason that they were in that good shape and hard as a rock is because Mm -hmm. they're always exercising and always moving around and always doing things but you want to know the reason why that is like why we were so hard because we're living in threat we had to always be like like Mm -hmm. that fear was what drew us to be more like have higher performance but once you develop a brain you have like you can develop traps you can develop things that don't depend on you you know and then as time goes on like let's i'll go back to the neanderthal days you know like they made very primitive tools they had to be very close hand-to-hand combat combat and that's not something that anybody really ever thought past you know but once you know they started developing more of their frontal cortex or whatever helps them think critically mm-hmm. they were able to be like oh if they run that way i can set a trap and i don't have to do as much mm-hmm. and i don't have to die so yeah. my body doesn't need to be as so yeah. yeah so that's just the whole way that things go but what we what we lose in that transition is like are we because like originally we did have to move a lot we had to be mobile at least I see exactly what you're saying, dude, and this is the whole problem. It's like, well, we have that threat of an actual, you know, life or death situation that could be, like, lurking around the corners at any second, you know? And now we don't have that all anymore, but it's still something that we feel like, like evolutionary for some reason, we feel like we need to fulfill. And there has to be something that we overcome or 
you know, we feel proud of, you know, there's just something to keep our minds active. It's like a game. It's yeah. like literally what a game was invented So that's for. like the modern problem now is like making up things that aren't even real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Overthinking and like stressing out what, you know, your boss is going to say about this. It's just, I don't know, some of it's valid, you know, of course, but a lot of it's like overanalyzing. You have nothing else to be worried about, so I got to worry about something. So you make a big deal out of something. And right. people just make the big deals about out of things. But the one, this is the one That's what thing. what drama is all about. <laughs> this is the one thing that, like, all of these, all of us, all humans go through. It's like, life doesn't come with a given purpose. Originally, it was pretty simple. Don't die. <laughs> Procreate. That was, like, the general yeah. principle of this is what my life's going to be about. Mm. As we get older and as we develop into this, you know, this, this first world country and this, you know, this technological boom where we have all our bases covered on most ends. We just lose the will, you know, like we don't, we don't have direction. That's why we take external feedback or like we, we take in external stimulus and, and it gives us a little bit more purpose. Like you said, it's like, it's, it's giving you that accomplishment of you doing something, Mm. you know, but if you don't have that set, if you, if you dive deep, like you were saying, like you dive deep within yourself and you understand who you are, you can give yourself purpose you can give yourself your own purpose rather than take just the um the very easy path of you know ooh, this makes you feel good you know keep watching the mm. screen keep watching the screen yeah you know some people can live their whole life on autopilot dude it's like oh i'm almost done with high school what do i do now go to college okay hey i finished college what do i do now get a job yeah okay i can't get a job keep looking okay, <laughs> i got a job what do i do now I don't know, fucking work. <laughs> That's the narrative. Uh, maybe get married. Some people are just like, okay, follow the narrative. Follow, follow the narrative, to the point of like they just. I don't know. I think this is unfair to say, but most people wake up one day and that's what like a midlife crisis is about. It's like, fuck, I've been in autopilot mode for so fucking long. What the hell did I just do? Sometimes and it's your whole an life ego thing. just like look back and there's that's when it gets really entangled with your ego and what you have going on mm-hmm. there. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that's... That's your ego on a timeline, though. It's, like, all of it. That's your entire ego. Yeah, but that's, like, think? waiting for... It's waiting for a sign after the sign has passed, you know, 20 years plus. You know, like, that midlife crisis. If you're able to do daily checkups, if you're able to be on your own thought, like, you go deep within yourself, then I think that these things are just... They're, they're going to reveal themselves. The purpose is going to be revealed, you right. know? And it might constantly be changing. It's like it might be originally like, you know, I want to make a good amount of money. You know, then it might be like, oh, wow, I really want to, you know, now that I feel comfortable with what I have, now I can like think critically about issues that I can Mm. maybe solve and leave a legacy or whatever, you know. It's like there's so many different shit that some people are just like, I get to be with my family and friends like every fucking Mm -hmm. day. And this is great. You know, it's like nobody's wrong in that scenario. You're Which is fucking great. percent right. There's so many options. I think it's dope as fuck. Uh, the part that I like about it is the best is that someone... Um, I really respect someone who has an intention. Like, they planned it to be like this. And they're, they're like, making it happen. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. As long as you thought about it, and you're like, this is what I really want, then fucking good for you. Intent is But if you had never times. thought about it, and you're just like, well, I guess I'm here... I guess I like it. Or, like, they don't know or, like, they're not into, you know, they're not passionate, really. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you're not, you know, you're not fulfilling all of your life's intentions and you're just kind of being on an autopilot, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. And you could kind of you could kind of see people in that. It's yeah, like, hey, it's such a weird thing. It's, it's like, usually the people that are like caught like, up in the wheel. I know you're a person. I know that's in you, but it's like, and I want to be the person to pull that out of them sometimes. But that's the hardest thing. Like yeah. you, no matter how much you want to, they'll never do it until they want to. You know, it's like yeah. Sometimes it takes a little eye opener. Sometimes there's a shock and awe, like whoa, okay, it might be changed. But sometimes you'll just lead back into the same thing. It's like that's what motivation is. It's like whoa, I need to be more. Uh, what was I talking about? <laughs> you just go back to the same shit. Yeah. You know, that's why, you know, you hear like David Goggins say, like, motivation is bullshit. <laughs> like, that shit is just a false advertisement. I've heard that too. Yeah. I, I have opinions about that too. Like what? Um, uh, this guy, Max, I heard him talk about it. He explained it perfectly. And he says, Was it, was it like on YouTube or something? Uh, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, the RSD guy. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. RSD Max. Shout out, boy. <laughs> Real social dynamics. You <laughs> explained motivation, and I resonated with this so much. That's my favorite one, and I've just never looked at anything else now. I mean, <laughs> I would be open to that. <laughs> hearing other people's opinions, of course, but I was like, damn, dude, you just nailed that fucking right on the head. Wait, I want to hear it. So he says that people get the order wrong. They think, okay, well... I want to do something or just motivation in general, whatever they're looking up motivation, like this is what they're going to do. Look up motivation. It's like, wow, this is inspiring. I should do this. And it's like, you go and do that thing. But then like, you're like, oh, should I go do it again? And, like keeping a routine of it. And it's like, well, that video or whatever, it's not going to last that long. Mm-hmm. It's going to have a short term effect on your motivation. Mm-hmm. So the way he describes it was motivation is still a thing, but it's coming from a different place discipline comes first Mm -hmm. and once you're disciplined in something you start seeing results in it and once you start being seeing results that is what the motivation comes in Mm -hmm. it's motivation to get more results Mm -hmm. so it's but that's internal though yeah that's an internal loop and internal feedback right so if you're taking my opinion on motivation i guess right but like one part about it you know that's intrinsic like that's within you rather than what we hear like if you hear a motivational speaker or you hear like a video that gets you amped or a movie Mm. that's an extrinsic like motivation or motivator yeah it's something that's it's almost like getting a shiny metal you can hear like some really inspiring stories and it triggers something personal within you so it becomes uh, an inner motivation as well but is it a long-term thing generally or is that like a no, momentary that's what I'm saying. the discipline is the thing <laughs> that's but right that's but, like the secret key ingredient but that's the thing that helps you goal set or like keep a goal like it makes you strive to reach your goals if you're if you're not getting results discipline is like just the steps it's like the small steps that lead to those motivating factors like mm. working out Working out sucks if you've never done it. Like, you, you go into the gym, it hurts so fucking bad. Right? Yeah. And, Hurting for days afterwards. Like, and why if did you, I do that to myself? And if you stop for a little bit and do it again, it hurts just the same amount. It's like, I've been working out for, like, what, like, 15 years now? And, like, if I stop sore. for a little bit, I'm like, why am I so fucking sore right now? It's like, it never ends. But once you start getting a little taste of success and results, 
that motivates you. It's like that, that it may start external, like, cause it's like, you know, you get into it because you want to look cool or you want to feel better mm-hmm. or, or not feel better. Sorry. But you want to look better, you know? And like, it's that external vibe. What are other people going to say about this? Yeah. But then you notice like, wow, I feel good. Like I actually yeah. feel good. Like my, my body is working like mm-hmm. a machine, you know, that's dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the best part about it. Like right now we were just on the scale before this and like, you saw like, I'm, I'm heavier than I've been in quite a while. And I mean, it's, there's muscle in there, but I definitely am carrying like more fat, but I feel it. Do you like feel I, better? Uh, n- not with this much. No. I feel a little heavy. I feel clunky. You know, like do you I feel, feel like, powerful though? I do feel powerful. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's give and take, but just my optimum self, I think functions a little bit lighter mm-hmm. and I, you know, and it's, when you're in the workout mind, like, you know, when you like get success for a while and then you think, all right, I need to reward myself. I need to like, I'm okay. Like I work, I work hard. I want to play hard kind of vibe. Yeah. So you can lose yourself in that. Totally. Like me, my relationship, excuse me, with food. Like I love to eat. I love tasting things. I love eating food. You know this. You know this about me. <laughs> this guy eats more than anyone I fucking know. <laughs> but I, I love the taste, but losing my... <laughs> I like it because I taste. like the taste. <laughs> but, uh, but when you treat yourself too much, you know, treat yourself, then you actually, you kind of lose the balance of what you had with, you know, like reaching all that success. So now you're like re-teetering the scale or the, the you know, the seesaw you know, in a negative direction that, you know, it's like, Ooh, I don't feel like I am succeeding. And then that applies to any facet of your, of your life. Like if you're like, if you're going to school, you know, and you're taking these classes and you're like, wow, I feel so smart. Like I'm learning all this material. I love what I'm learning. You know, as long as you actually enjoy what you're learning. Um, and then like you're like I can't wait to be done with school or like I can't wait to be done with this learning shit you know and then you go out of school and then like maybe three months later you just realize that you're losing all of this this brain capacity like this knowledge that you developed you know something that you really have to just resharpen your entire life that's why it's so hard to be a specialist at like many things it's like I want to be I do want to be a generalist at so many things I'm okay with like losing some information so I can have a more vast information. Yeah. Do you ever think, do you know the second law of thermodynamics? Mm, remind me. Energy can never, neither be created oh. nor destroyed. It's yeah. Just, yeah. It's just transferred. Do you think that with like working memory and like long-term memory? No, I think the brain is a different, it's an exception to that. Yeah. You think it's not like memories exist as like a, like a little <laughs> slot in your brain. But isn't it energy? It's literally like energy being used by your brain. So it's, it's, you know, burning information. It's like losing weight. You burn the excess. I definitely think that we have like a, a certain like bandwidth as far as at any given moment or time, like what we're able to think of or react to or, you know, um, do. But I think like memories themselves can be so hidden in your past from so long ago and something triggers it and you remember it again. 
So it's all kind of still there, or it all has the potential to still all be there. Right. But your working memory, like the things that you're immediately thinking about of mm-hmm. being, uh, and responding to, that can be um, compromised for sure. No, that's that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, bandwidth and like, that's definitely more complex when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's cool to dive deep though. It's like it's it's interesting to like challenge your beliefs. I know, right? <laughs> I really like the ability, you know, and it's like, it's nice to be able to do it. It's nice to do it with someone that's really smart, but it's not fun to do it with someone that's super smart because if someone's super smart, you never feel confident with what you're saying. You don't feel it like depends. you can put up with it. I feel like some smart people could be really cool and like, honestly, willing to listen to what you have to say. Let's Let say me say a, a really... specialist, like a specialist. If you had a specialist, that would be like, I don't know. You would just trust their word. Yeah. Right. That's like the old fashioned like doctor. Like listen to what your doctor says. He knows best. Mm. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. I like doing this with you, man. I'm glad that we're doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like we're just like constantly trying to learn more information. That's exactly what this whole thing's about. Yep. Let's fucking keep doing it, bro. Peace out. <laughs>